We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Are you a broken vessel, weighted down with discouragement, illness, or perhaps a disability? Well, take heart. Whatever your burden may be, God offers treasures that will transform your life. Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. And here are your hosts, Paul and Tabitha Norris. Nothing quite says desert oasis like the clusters of palm trees that line the highways and backyards of Florida, Hawaii, and Arizona. We lived in the Southwest for about five years, and my heart would always skip when I'd see them and their distinctive shapes waving against the skyline. I grew up on the East Coast, and palm trees don't grow there, so I think My fascination with these trees may have grown from the years that were spent in India with so many fond memories. But also, interestingly, the Bible points out lessons from the palm tree. Psalm 92 tells us the righteous flourish like a palm tree. Few believers and followers in Christ can say they're living under perfect conditions. Tribulation is a sure thing. In the midst of emotional and physical turmoil, have you ever wondered how the righteous can flourish? Before we dive into that subject, today, Tabitha, I have a few questions from our audience regarding your disability and outlook on life. Oh. Thank you to our podcast audience, by the way, for your comments and questions. Yes, we love hearing from you. We're touched by the interest you've taken in our lives and the care and concern you have for us and our ministry. Mm, absolutely. Keep those comments and questions rolling in. All right. So, first question comes from a listener here in our home state of Idaho, Tabitha. You've had a severe muscle weakness your whole life. Just five years ago, you finally received a diagnosis of muscular dystrophy. What is muscular dystrophy? That's a good question. I actually get asked that quite a lot. Muscular dystrophy is a name for a group of neuromuscular disorders that destroy the muscle fibers and cells, causing the muscles to gradually weaken There are over 50 different types of muscular dystrophy, and each one affects specific muscle groups. Each one appears at different ages with a wide range of symptoms, both mild and severe. In other words, my symptoms and progression with Marosin-deficient muscular dystrophy can be entirely different from another individual who may have Duchenne muscular dystrophy, for example. In general, muscular dystrophy leads to loss of abilities, such as walking, speaking, swallowing, even breathing. In many cases, the life expectancy is shortened. So a typical person over a lifespan, say about 80 years, will learn to crawl, then walk, and then run. Mm -hmm. And later into his or her senior years, begin to lose strength and vision gradually will go and maybe the ability to walk. Mm -hmm. With muscular dystrophy, you could picture compressing those gains and losses into about maybe 20 years. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. In my case, I wasn't able to walk until the age of four and it was always with tremendous difficulty And by my late 20s, the ability to stand without assistance was completely gone. I know from observing your disability over the last several years that muscular dystrophy comes with a plethora of challenges and symptoms. But let's talk about muscle loss. Can you describe how that feels? 
for me, my muscles feel heavy when I use them. It's sometimes painful, but not always. It's as if buckets of concrete are hanging from my arms and legs, pulling me down and causing resistance to use. And that in turn leads to really low stamina. Emotionally and spiritually, muscle loss has taught me the importance of being flexible. Um, I was once fairly independent, and now I'm unable to do much at all without assistance. But throughout the course of the progression of my disease, the Lord is teaching me to be content with my abilities and inabilities. Are there any treatments for muscular dystrophy? Unfortunately, no. There are no treatments or cures. There are ways to manage the symptoms, though. Here's another question from a listener. Many of us have big dreams and goals for our lives. We work hard to make our lives better. With the challenges of muscular dystrophy, a disease that leads to greater and greater loss, not gain, how do you cope? I I like this question. Um, Well, the Lord is the source of my inward strength and ability to cope. I'll be open and honest with you, dear podcast listener. There are roller coasters of emotions as my disease progresses. However, as long as my eyes stay fixed on Christ, my problems become so much smaller. He's given me so much grace and reminds me that my challenges are temporary. He's also used many in the family of Christ to encourage me and meet needs along the way. But I'll take that one step further. I'm excited we're looking at Psalm 92 because it answers this question in a unique way. Here, Christ promises that despite the hardest challenges, I can, we all can, go beyond just coping to flourishing According to the dictionary, flourish means to thrive, to be at the height of excellence. The world often equates flourishing with strength, health, success, and productivity. I don't know about you, but there are many times I look at the world and I see unbelievers, even though strongly opposed to God and everything that is good and right, and they're climbing in wealth and power that's flourishing, right? Well, no, not according to the Bible. God's definition and perspective of flourishing is radically different and so much deeper. A biblical definition of flourish is the blooming of spiritual life. So it isn't that we have the good life, empty of challenges. It's that we become more like Christ, maturing in faith, keeping a forward look to eternity. And our spiritual health is so much more important than physical. Psalm 92 has the most direct references to flourishing than any other chapter in the Bible. This chapter begins and ends with gratitude for the Lord's loving kindness, his faithfulness, and his righteousness. Verse 12 is a special promise of spiritual health given to the righteous. The righteousness of Christ is imputed to all who believe in him. Positionally, even with our imperfections and failures, God sees his children as righteous. He paid everything for us to have that position. I find it fascinating that the psalmist compares the righteous believers flourishing to a palm tree. 
Did you know in ancient times the branch of a palm tree was a symbol of triumph and victory? The Romans celebrated military successes and rewarded champions of sports with palm branches. Remember how the crowds used palm branches to welcome Jesus in Jerusalem? In Judaism, the palm represents peace. In Revelation, the great multitude of people saved from every tribe and nation wearing white robes will triumphantly hold palm branches in their hands. These words, triumph, victory, success, celebration, peace, are all possible through Christ. The further we look into the unique characteristics of the palm tree and what we can learn from it, the more courage we can gain on our journey in life. The palm tree grows in sandy soil where it would appear few resources are available. Less water, less salt, less shade. Lack of fertile soil would stunt the growth of many plants and trees, but not the palm. This tree flourishes, growing slowly and steadily to majestic heights. And as one commentator put it, it is uninfluenced by alterations of seasons that typically affect other trees. It doesn't droop under drought or burning sun. A palm tree lives and thrives from its heart, that is the core within the trunk. In the same way, by being planted in Christ, who is the very heart and core of who we are, flourishing becomes a natural result. Whether or not you live in a tropical climate, You've likely seen images of palm trees swaying and bending through the worst of hurricanes and tsunamis. Arborists have discovered palm trees are among the most robust and that storms actually strengthen their root system. At first, researchers were baffled by this, but it soon became clear that these trees benefit when the wind blows against them because it causes their roots to grow deeper, which provide greater strength for long-term support. Furthermore, the palm tree, unlike other trees of wood, is made of a spongy tissue that is bendable. Trees often snap or become completely uprooted when faced with enormous gusty winds, but this is not the case with palm trees. Their flexibility enables them to withstand storms. It's been said, growing in flexibility is our willingness to be stretched. Do you ever feel like the Lord is stretching you? Maybe in a, it's a financial setback, like the loss of a job. Maybe it's a family situation, a divorce, or a child heading in the wrong direction. Tabitha, a moment ago... You mentioned the importance of being flexible and willing to accept the progression of your muscular dystrophy. This is an important truth for all of us as we go through various seasons of life. To be willing to trust the Lord through the storms, not resisting Him. When God bends you, He will not break you. Amen to that. Verse 13 goes on to say, Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Planting to me, implies that something's been done for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. I mean, a tree can't plant itself. It also implies there's a change in position where once the tree has reached a certain height, it's planted where it's meant to be permanently fixed. All believers are positionally righteous. Not all believers, unfortunately, allow Christ to transform them. Flourishing is above all the result of being established in our faith in Christ, gleaning and growing along with our Christian family. So you see to it that you are rightly planted and you can depend upon it that you will flourish. God has said so. 
Not only will we flourish planted where God wants us to be, but we do so especially in the later seasons of life. We're told in verse 15 that we'll still bear fruit in old age. I'm really not quite ready to own my entering old age. I can, however, relate to the original Hebrew phrase that translates, they'll bear fruit even in gray hair. Yes, gray strands have appeared in my red beard. (laughs) So even though I may not want to say I'm old, I am ready to look at Psalm 92 in a fresh way with its promises of fruitfulness even in gray hair. I'm discovering the longer I serve our Savior, the louder I can proclaim, the Lord is my rock. And I'm thankful for those older, godly people in my life who illustrate Psalm 92. People who continue to be vital, living with zeal for God, and impacting people half their age. No amount of physical limitations or diminishment can sever our ability to flourish in Christ. Perhaps you share a similar story to us as a family with special needs, or maybe other situations have left you broken and hurting. Fear, frustration, anxiety abound everywhere. If victory, peace, flexibility, and thriving seem elusive to you, take this nugget of wisdom from Psalm 92.12 to heart and be encouraged. Plant yourself in Christ. He wants you to be just like the palm tree, deeply rooted in Him and flourishing. Thanks for tuning in today to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. It is our hope and prayer that you will find the grace and goodness of God even in trials. We'd love to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. You can reach out to Paul and Tabitha with comments, questions, or to share an episode with a friend in need through our website at bvhtministries.org.